And then, you know, as, as more interest came, it was just very like, I'm interested. And then I used to have uh, weekly info sessions. So every Thursday at seven o'clock, I would come. You can imagine us sitting here. All right. right? And I'd sit here and I'm like, I'm committed to doing this every single week because we're going to have people flooding in. And, you know, we'll just keep a nice steady stream of chefs coming onto the platform if I'm here every single week. (laughs) Y'all. It got so exhausting to be here every single week. And we would, I would have people like, you know, two people, three people, five people, one person RSVP for these info sessions and 90% of the time, they would not show up. Over 50% of Black Americans are unmarried, and only 2% of Black families in America have a net worth over $1 million. We are on our journey to not only join that 2%, but grow that 2%. Facts. I'm Devon Travell, creator of Black Wall Street, the board game, with my beautiful co-host. I'm Sinclair, a.k.a. The Health Nerd. You can go to our website at TheM4Show.com, our Instagram at TheM4Show, and our YouTube channel at Melanated Married Millionaires in the Main. And welcome to The M4 Show. But then those barriers started to come. <laughs> Until. Until. Those barriers started to come, right? The, uh, okay, how do we market this? Like, how do we find people who are going to put their kitchens on our app? Um, and then, like, how do we find people who are going to want to buy from the people who have their kitchens on the app? Because this is a new thing. Like, people may be a little bit iffy about buying from mm-hmm. people's home kitchens. Like, how do we get past all of that? And then the process of actually starting a kitchen. Good Lord. It is tedious. Um, and so that's what, where a lot of the tension ended up going is, okay, let's learn this process, what paperwork needs to get done, what inspections need to happen. And so we did that relatively, um, well at first we thought, um, and then, you know, as, as more interest came, it was just very like, I'm interested. And then I used to have, uh, weekly info sessions. So every Thursday at seven o'clock, I would come. You can imagine us sitting here. All right. right? And I'd sit here and I'm like, I'm committed to doing this every single week because we're going to have people flooding in. And, you know, we'll just keep a nice steady stream of chefs coming onto the platform if I'm here every single week. (laughs) Y'all. It got so exhausting to be here every single week. And we would I would have people like, you know, two people, three people, five people, one person RSVP for these info sessions. And 90% of the time, they would not show up. And that just wore on me after time. I did this week for months. After week after week. I did this for probably four months, four to six months, like just every week, like we're, we're, I'm doing these info sessions. And so after a, a period of time, that just gets exhausting. Yeah. We did not have capital to invest in like marketing to get this word out to like a mass mass group of people so it was really just like on instagram we had like 200 followers i don't think we got past like 230 followers you know but i was dming people you know anytime someone would post like a picture of their food on instagram in the area i'd be like oh hey have you ever thought about selling this food right um and so it just it got so exhausting it got so taxing um after a while and for me i just started to realize this isn't actually a passion of mine. Mm. Before you get there, talk about competition. Oh yeah. Competition. 
Um, so there was, I'm not giving any free press on here. Mm-mm. So there was a company who had started this work actually before it became legal. Um, and so they were actually uh, kind of in on the lobbying, if you will, and to get it passed. So you can imagine how much uh, passion, right, and how much dedication is built into this company because they had been doing it probably five years before we had even thought of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, they had gone through like being, what is it, getting like a cease and desist and then coming back. Mm-hmm. And so like they were, they were as committed had, as we had are. seed investing of like right. one point something million dollars. Right. So they were committed to this and they then started to enter the market that we were in. Of course, like you just said, they had a seed funding of $1.5 million. We had seed funding of <laughs> a couple thousand. Couple couple G's, you couple know what I'm saying? Shout out to the family, shout out to our pockets. <laughs> right, you know? which we've, we invested a lot of that into merch and like yep. aprons and like all these things that we thought people would like. Like, okay, I get a nice apron, I get these cool bags, all this stuff. Um, we still got a whole bunch of bags, don't we? We do. If y'all want a bag, let us know. <laughs> yeah, if you need some grocery bags, listen. Look, we're going to get right back into the amazing podcast. But if you didn't know, in 2017, we created Black Wall Street, the board game, because we thought more families needed to know about the history of Tulsa Black Wall Street. More families needed to know about the legacy of Black excellence left behind of Tulsa Black Wall Street that we can own of Madam C.J. Walker Beauty Salon. We can have a Booker T. Washington High School. We can have an Uncle Steve's Barbecue. We can have a Renaissance man like Simon Barry who had his own taxi service and bus service that got bought out by the city of Tulsa. We have brilliance in our DNA. We wanted to make sure that your family can play a game that teaches them about this brilliance. So we have Black Wall Street, the board game right here. We had the first edition available in 2017. That got sold out. We're on the second edition right now, or you can get the beautiful masterpiece version of the game as well. It's up to you. Head to playblackwallstreet.com and get yourself Black Wall Street, the board game to empower you, your family, and generations to come. Playblackwallstreet.com. Let's get back to the episode. But long story short, um, it, it became very hard to compete with them. Because they, of course, once they entered the market, they're doing these mass, I got ads from them. Um, You know, they are doing a lot of targeting. They already had a presence in Northern California. And so it was much easier for them to tap into this market and just saturate it. Right. So they are getting chef after chef, after chef, after chef, after chef, after chef chef on their platform. And meanwhile, I'm sitting here every Thursday, like. (laughs) (laughs) It was so frustrating too, because I would go in like, 15 minutes early and I would stay for like 15 to 20 minutes after. So it was 30 minutes of just sitting here being ready for somebody to come and come into the, the, the meeting. Yep. And, and if they did hop on, usually their camera wasn't on right. and you know, the queen would be on the camera doing her thing the whole time. And then they would be like, okay, well, thank you. Uh, you know, I'm kind of interested. And then either crickets mm-hmm. ghost, or they would sign up, they would start, but not finish. Or they would just pretty much leave during the meeting. And it's like, mm, fam, that's the worst. it's me and you in this meeting. How are you just going to be just and just right. log off in my mid-sentence? Just, just mute and just listen at that point. Right. I'm like, damn, that was disrespectful. Mm. Um, but yeah, that was, it, it, there was a lot of things, a lot of layers to this. But even doing research into the competition, like seeing like how much work they had put in, I started to ask myself, like, had I known about this before, would I have, would I have put in that same effort? Mm. And one day I was like, honestly, no, I probably wouldn't have. Like, oh, it's illegal. Oh, okay, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like 
I probably would have threw my hands up a lot sooner because mm -hmm. it's not cooking is a passion of mine, but I don't know that this this idea started to feel more um, convenient, like mm -hmm. more convenience that, oh, it's convenient that we had this idea right around the time that it became legal. Mm -hmm. So, of course, again, we're visionaries. So it was like, this must be a sign. But it really just might have been you know, convenience of timing because mm. yeah, after I'm out, after those, those barriers and those barriers, it was like, we're not making any money off of this. Mm. We're, uh, we're at some point losing money. Um, and I don't know that I feel the drive and the commitment to get this to where it needs to get. Um, and I, I do feel that commitment with all of our other ventures. It's like, okay, we gonna we gonna figure this out. Yeah. We're going to figure this out. But at some point it was just like, do we want to do this? Like how many conversations did we have that were like, do we move forward with this? Do we want to keep going with this? Thank you. Thank you for supporting the M4 show and our mission to increase the wealth of black families. If you received any value from this episode, any value at all, any, 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 do us a favor and give us a like and subscribe on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, and all anything, them. all of them, all, them. all of them, wherever you're listening, <laughs> go ahead and like and subscribe. And after you like and subscribe, make sure you send this episode to at least one family that you really want to see win. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.